I think we should probably start a podcast. Yeah, right? man. Uh, yeah, and just uh, FYI for those uh, listening, if you hear some wines, pants. Uh, yeah, we got another guest yeah. uh, this time. I was going to say, it's not Alec. Yeah, my, <laughs> it might be. Yeah, my dog actually no. decided to stay home this weekend and not spend the weekend at Grandpa and Grandma's. So we do have Odin in the building today. Uh, so apologies ahead of time in case he tries to, uh, get into this rat's nest of wires we have going here. We <laughs> or might drink our beers. If you hear an, oh, Odin, no, oh God. And then it cuts out. Welcome to another episode of the American Beer Review Podcast. Good times with good friends requires good beer. Lucky for us, we know how to pick all three. We're a group of friends who grew up in the Pacific Northwest, giving us a jump start on our craft beer journey. Join us today while Brian, Alec, and Chad review some beer, talk about beer topics, and whatever else comes up. We invite you to pour yourself a drink and hang out with us. Um, just know we'll be back after some uh, clearing up some technical difficulties. That said, yeah, pouring out today. We got a beer, and thank you, Thor, for doing the heavy lifting on this one, because I did not do a damn thing to get ready for today. You want to hand me your glass? Yeah, well, you, you were out seeing the people. You are out giving us some content. Yeah, no, I was, I would, yeah, we'll talk about that in a minute. Yeah, uh, but first, uh, what we are pouring as a starter beer from Perennial Artisan Ales, we have their Pills. Hoppy Pilsner. At 5%, Brian is going to look up to see if he's ever had it before or how many of his <laughs> friends have ever had it. You know me too well. Uh, but 5% is perfect for a Pilsner. I feel like I don't know how to spell perennial. Uh, you want the can? Uh, let's just test my own spelling capabilities here. Ah, I think I made it. One R. Yeah, that's actually where it was what I was trying to figure okay. out. Like, or is it? I couldn't tell. Like, I was in my brain, I was like, perennial, perennial. Nope. Nope. One yeah. R, two N's. Out of St. Louis, Missouri. St. Louis. So we're getting closer to Tulsa. Oh, yeah. I I've, I feel like I've heard of this brewery. Um, Shocking. But I just don't think I've, I don't think I've ever had any of their stuff. Um, uh, since you did bring up Tulsa, uh, and we didn't get to who it. Who brought up Tulsa? I just brought up Tulsa. Oh, I said getting it like closer. Two, That's two right. Half, yeah, two and a half he, seconds ago. He read the show notes. Listen, um, man, when I'm reading, I don't pay attention. <laughs> uh, we didn't get. We unfortunately didn't get it. Get to it when we had the captain in the building, uh, but we did mint a uh, new brewery amendment. term. Yeah, yeah an amendment yeah. to the beer rules, our, our beer encyclopedia, uh, in honor of there being at least ten breweries in Tulsa, Oklahoma. I was going to say I have, I have quibbles with this, but I'll. I'll stand by it. But the nice thing about a metric like this is we can change it. <laughs> you mean because it's something we've made up ourselves? Yes. So a quantity of 10 breweries from now on should be called the Tulsa of breweries. And it's not because there are 10 breweries in Tulsa. There it's are because more 10. That's what I'm saying. It's because Tulsa. I was wrong and it's just come up so many times. Yes. yes. This is why. We're not tr- like it's not a. I feel like we're continuing to trash Tulsa by calling 10 breweries. Uh, so Ballard has a Tulsa and a half of breweries? Yeah, yeah, about yeah. a Tulsa and you a know, half. And Seattle's, what, six Tulsas of Yeah, breweries? pretty close to six Tulsas. I, Tacoma's 
Tacoma's got two Tulsas. They, no, they don't have two Tulsas. I think they're just <laughs> they might just be one Tulsa. Wait, Tulsa always has one Tulsa beer. It's like a mole of uh Adams. Okay. A, okay. a mole. Oh yeah. Just, yeah. So then so maybe we do need to find how many there actually are. So then we have to watch it every time it changes. Then yeah, we gotta we re- have to we have to adjust our kilogram. So right okay. now, okay, there's there's one Tulsa in Ballard, but next year it could be 0.7? Yes, there could be 0.7 Tulsas. I'm, that's a lot of math. I don't like the I'm math on you, that. I'm telling you, there are more than ten. Um, yes, Tulsa. Uh, speaking of Tulsa, sure, it's been a while now, but I did have I found a Tulsa beer in the wild. Where? Where? Didn't you? Didn't I tell you about this already? Probably. Yeah, see? Maybe. Who's not paying attention now? Yeah. Um, May have been drinking beer at yeah, the time. Yeah, also, that's probably a good thing. Uh, we were at Capital Cider in Seattle. And we're back. <laughs> Okay, so now we know we, there's a new issue of, of having a dog. A uh, bad dog. Yeah. Um, Anyways. So we were at Capital Cider in Seattle for my wife's birthday. It's a whole, they're all gluten-free, like the food, and so they have ciders, but they also have beers on tap. Okay. And I was with my friend from Tulsa. Okay. And was like, hey, isn't that beer? From Tulsa? From Tulsa. And he was like, yes, yes, it is. So I got it. It was um, pretty boozy. It was a dark... Um, so it's from Prairie Ales, and it was a very dark, very boozy beer. I'd have to look it up. I'm just seeing just my picture of it now, but yeah, I did find a um, Tulsa beer Tulsa in the wild. Beer well, and, review, and that's why I got confused when you brought out this perennial, is because um, I was confusing the name with Prairie, thinking that you actually oh, did get oh. one from Tulsa. Which, by the way, this this is a fantastic pills. Um. Pilsners are not one that like craft pilsners. I think we've talked about this before. I don't order them just on my own very much. There's not usually a ton of differentiation between them. Like, right? It's hard to like the difference between a good pilsner and a great pilsner is a narrower band than yeah. a lot of other styles. Yeah, I could see that. Um, but when you find a good one, and especially, I think this is the type that I like is the hoppy kind where it it's adds a little bit more um kind of punch to it so th- than just your standard kind of pilsner cuz it's got a super hoppy nose yeah to it like smelling it and then it just it if just would, evap- it evaporates clean yeah cuz you, you'd think it drink, you'd think it based on the smell you'd think it drank like a IPA so mm-hmm. if i wasn't that's exactly what i was going to say if i wasn't looking at it and just a smell i would uh, put it more as like an IPA. Yeah. Uh, the clear, uh, cleaner. Oh, like uh, yeah, yeah. No, it's definitely super a clear. Pilsner lager type uh, beer, but smell. If you told me it was an IPA, I would have bought that. And it's solid, pretty, pretty good. Yeah. Okay. And that- so if somebody told you this was a cold IPA, would you believe them? No, it's thinner if, than if- even the cold IPA. I'm the one. IP, cold IPA that I've had so far. Yeah. It's looking at it, it's a Pilsner uh, or a lager for sure. Um, it's just too clear for that, I think. 
Yeah, I th- I think I would be kind of like, oh, really? Like, I don't know that I would be bold enough to be like, no, you're absolutely wrong. Um, I would maybe think like, okay, just they didn't quite hit all the marks on it. But maybe. like, I could kind of see what they were aiming for. But um, yeah, I dig it. It's a good one. Yeah, this this is the, if you had a prototypical starter beer, this would be it. I, I, and that's a good point. I was kind of thinking that same thing that it's, it's a good, um, for a craft starter beer. Yeah. It's almost a little, I was thinking as like, a kind of like a palate refresh, like yes. beer to have through yeah. some other wild ones. Probably the hoppiness of it though, like maybe negates that just a little bit, but I still, I'd be fine if someone's like, Hey, we're, you know, you're switching between really flavorful ones and this one. I'm not mad about it. I think it would work. You said St. Louis? Yeah. So I'm, this so would be one. They are in the belly of the beast. Yeah, so for sure. Uh, oh, yeah. This would be one if you were at a semi-business or fancier dinner, right? Oh, yeah. And somebody's ordering a beer or you're ordering a round of beers. Like, if you went for this, you're not ordering a Coors Light right. or whatever. Right, right got a little crafty to it somebody's gonna go oh all right you know you know your appreciation uh for the beer but you're also not getting yourself into too much trouble in i wonder that kind of a situation about someone who's only into macro what they would think of a beer like this well the captain is in australia so we can't ask right. him because that because that would be a great question to be like hey how does this kind of fit in with that and i mean i don't think anyone's going to make a full switch just no, on this one alone. You're, you're not going to replace this with. But your... I could see, like, you know, you're at a place that, like, somebody who's like, oh, I only drink Bush Light. Well, hey, grab one of these. It's close enough. You'll be, like, but especially better. if it's on draft. Sorry, close enough sounds like yeah, I'm if they, if this demeaning draft, this. Yeah. That barrier to entry for that yeah. individual will be way less. Yeah. Um, so, kind of speaking with, you know, this is out of five. So, this is a nice start beer, start the, uh, your day off. But if you uh, worked at a brewery, like our friends at Colshin. Okay. Maybe you don't want something that's five. Maybe you want something like two, two and a half. Something you get that beer taste equally refreshing without, you know, burning yourself out because you've been working a full shift at the brewery. So you're going like in between an NA and a light beer. Yes. Because our friends like at Colshin have come up with that. Uh, Brian sent that article in. I think we've dumped out beers for only being... Two and a half percent that we've made when we were making them ourselves. Yeah, we're just gonna figure out how uh, to make it work. Well, yeah, uh, I'm also s- certain uh, in a proper brewery with stainless steel equipment everywhere, they're not concerned about bacteria on a 2.5. They know it's nice and clean. They know our, they did our, it right. Yeah, our our system was a little meh. Oh, iffy. oh no, very iffy. Yeah, but uh, and this is kind of a trend, like in the lo- low ABV. Yeah. And so this one is a two and a half percent, hundred calories per pint. Uh, they're calling it a cold IPA. So not even just like a, a pilsner or something, yeah. um, but you're you're th- potentially getting some flavor with yeah. that really low ABV. Um, we've talked a lot lately about the push to NA and like that kind of change. I mean, I think ten years ago us would have never willfully touched an NA beer. Well, 10 years ago, the options were, what, O'Doul's and right. uh, 
and I think also we, when we were going to a brewery, we were all looking for, you know, like whatever is going to give us the most booze for our buck. Right. And now like this to me is a great, um, kind of option. I, I talked on a podcast a couple weeks ago about, uh, getting this type of, I call them like a table beer from structures when I was out. Yeah. And they, it was like a 3.8% beer. And that's what these, uh, they use that same terminology um, kind of for their thing. It'd be a very... Oh, they call it a shift beer. Shift, shift beer. But, but same idea, just something... To have during your shift. Yeah. Or I think there are some places that have uh, <clears throat> tap rooms slash restaurants. Mm-hmm. And they're just bringing out a picture of this yeah. table beer. Right. Um, but yeah, I... For me, it's it makes it a little easier to uh, to justify like, oh, I just want one more, you know, Easy. right at the end yeah, of the night, yeah, yeah, yeah. and and you're getting like that's what you're adding on, like, and I think that's the same thing I did with that structures beer was like, like you get the look from your wife, like, oh, you ordered another one, and you're like, no, 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 <laughs> it's, it's only like, it's, it's like half a beer, yeah, exactly, like, no, we're good. It's it's like uh, so. Miller 64 was like in that 2% range, but it just tasted like watered down beer because yeah. probably what they did. Uh, you could not drink it fast enough to get drunk. Oh, right. You, yeah. So it, this is an interesting idea where physically a person typically won't be able to drink a, a pint of liquid. Challenge me. I know, well, we're professionals, obviously. <laughs> front, front loading the first three pints is easy, but after that, then there's a yeah, space yeah, yeah. issue. Um, but being able to go out and have a long dinner with folks and yeah. be able to enjoy a beer or something beer adjacent, if it doesn't for a certain person, some people are going to drink a two and a half percent and go, this isn't, this isn't beer to me. It falls more of like a European yeah. style where you're yeah. not mm-hmm. having soda with dinner, but no. you don't want something that's going to get you drunk. You just want something with some flavor, some character to it. And that's where that fills that. Uh, niche a yeah. little bit. I mean, for legit all day, like uh, German beer hall drinking, like yep. this is your, this is a better plan. I almost, it, I, I, I questioned saying this, but like, it's almost like, you know, this is your DD's one beer or something, you know, like oh, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. the like, yeah. yeah, you're gonna have a beer with the boys. Uh, and if you're not going to full NA route and you don't want to drink a Coke. Yeah, uh, God, you can that have, is that, sorry that has such a good point. Continue uh, that you just yeah you can have one of these. You're going to be there for shoot. I think if you're there for an hour, this is going to be out of your system by the end of yeah. it. So uh, fills that too. And I've done that uh, <clears throat> with the cocktails. Mm. Uh, I'm not a big uh, hard alcohol drinker. So I'll order, and I got called out for it, but like a Roy Rogers or uh, Arnold Palmer. Which are like cocktail-looking, but no booze. Because they, they look like a cocktail, but it's not actually booze yeah. at work events. Oh. So like, yep, I've got a Roy Rogers. Everybody else has cocktails. I want to stay like cognizant of yeah. what's going on. And then, yeah. Why is there a cherry in there? Because well, it's... it's a Roy Rogers. <laughs> it's just basically a cherry Coke. Uh, and this could fill that same thing where... Yep, it looks like a beer. It basically it, what well, is beer? Yeah, but so you're fitting in with everybody, but then you're also. I think that also speaks to the prevalence of like the NA options too. That people are having that. 
Well, way I, some more, yeah. some places, some it's tougher still to find it. But. Uh, so there's way more options on the beer shelf. There's not as many flowing into yeah the bars and yeah, yeah. Uh, tap rooms. I looked it up. I just in general shops. I don't see distribution within a hundred miles of us of this. I no. know it's new. No, Where? this was a this was an online buy. Okay. No, the shift beer. Oh, uh, yeah. The, I have not seen any shift beer in. I guess they're calling it Brewers beer, but the, yeah, because they're. I I think they probably just. They might be just ripping it right off the uh, finishing tank almost. I was going to say, because yeah. where did that uh, phrase come from? I did zero Which one for this episode. Shift beer. So or, are they pulling it like a not fully fermented beer? Is that no. where it came from? Uh, no, no, not now. I'm just saying of, where. I think it's probably like in the vein of Cascales that you would see some serving options that there would just be a wooden cast behind the bar. Cask. Okay cask yeah sure but that word you understand what they mean by this for a shift beer is this is the beer that they can drink while they're brewing the beer that's what i'm saying so yeah. was it it's like your one it, shift it, beer does it originate yes. from like they were pulling it partially fermented or they specifically brew a, they did not they did not specifically brew a beer just for you to drink while you're at work yes okay that's, yes, that's, that's awesome. But, I want to yeah, work for that company. But I th- like, but, but I think your idea is correct. Also, there's because they're when you're brewing, you're continually checking. Right. Well, is the fermentation stuck? Where are we at here? So yeah, there probably were some master brewers. Wink, wink, nod, nod. Hey, we think this beer is probably about two percent. I'm yeah, just I'm give sure it to the employees. Happens. We can't well, sell it <laughs> on the books officially. No, that never happened. But I'm. This is from. The article from Kendall Jones in the Washington Beer Blog, but it says the name suggests that the brewery designed this beer to satisfy the cravings of the brewery's staff, who were presum- who presumably were looking for something tasty and also profoundly sessionable to drink at the end of a long day working in the brewery. End of a long day. I I think that's a that's a technicality, right? Like a thing there, but um, yeah, yeah, uh. So, sort of in the same vein, uh, speaking of folks who are getting NA beer out on the shelves, okay. uh, Crux, as we mentioned earlier, there, there was a more in-depth uh, article uh, we found with the head brewer. I'm going to pull up his name because I want to get his name right. Screw that yeah, don't up. butcher this one again. Yeah, Jesus. Um, the Crux NA beers have been probably my favorite so far. Um, I think when balancing the na option and the calorie intake bravis is what i go to and i almost grabbed one the other day and i probably still will try one yeah but it was uh the cruxes run about 30 calories a can yes and the bravis were anywhere between 80 and 100 yeah, yeah, yeah. they're a little bit more so uh, if you're if you're cognizant of that like and i have another friend who's cutting um beer out and saw me posting that one and saw like it only had like two carbs in it. He was super right. pumped about having like a, yeah. a beer adjacent option that would fit in that kind of realm. Uh, uh, did you find his name? Yeah, uh, Larry Sador. So he's the uh, head brewer and one of the co-founders at Crux Fermentation. Uh, there really wasn't like a lot of technicality like, oh, here's how we uh, get rid of the booze. Like there was like four or five, a bunch of options. Mm-hmm. I did not want to feel like doing the research on the science behind it just but regardless his um his methodology is alcohol is a solvent for flavors yes odin i know 
so when you remove alcohol, there are certain flavors that can't be imparted into the beer. Mm. Okay. So that's what early NA beers were missing because they were just, let's take the booze out without uh, worrying about the flavors, the the abilities for the beer to absorb flavors. Mm. Okay. So that's kind of, that's his thing on when Crux goes and does the Nomo IPA. Uh, how do we build a beer without alcohol? That still has that, the flavor. That still has those alcohol flavors. And they said there are some yeast that can help, can ferment without making booze and stuff like that. Oh. But that but that's oh. the thing. But mm. we're, I don't, that I seems, don't know. I don't know that that is how know, the it, science works. I mean, there, there's I, like I don't, I don't there, know, there's but. so many kinds of like there's yeast that will poop out plastic. I mean, there's this that that it's a wild one. List, I sir. also don't know that that is true. <laughs> I don't know. I'm um, not a science guy, so I'm gonna stay out of this. Regard, I mean, I regard, science, regardless, I just don't understand it. Uh, we are kind of in a renaissance of NA as people realize, okay, now we can do an NA beer and impart flavors that we normally associate with high ABV, like IPA. I think that's why. They went specifically to do this IPA first. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, and that's where I was going to go because with uh, <clears throat> when I go for NA beers, uh, I go for the flavorful ones because that was the problem. O'Doul's mm-hmm. is basically like a non-alcoholic Bud Light. So you're going, you don't have a ton of flavor and there's no booze in it. Mm-hmm. Like I could just drink a Sprite. Yeah. Right? Uh, so I tend to go for the NA IP now. Uh, and that's why I like Bravas because they have the Gosa and uh, uh, an IPA and they have I, a stout. They have- I think that's the key too is like having like a an NA Gosa. Like right. you're you're getting you're you're getting something beyond just those basic beer flavors. Right, and, and that even an IPA can help with that. But you can tell some that do a better job or not. Right, like when well, it's something that I'm not going to slam. Yeah. So an IPA, a Gosa, a Stout uh, that they all have NA options for. This is going to be a sip and beer for me anyway. Yeah. Um. So the fact that it takes me an hour or whatever so to to kill it is fine because that's what I would have done if it had booze in it in the first place. Right. Drinking a non-alcoholic light beer. Well, what's what's the point? It's yeah. Now just empty calories. Yeah. Oh, that no, that is I I. That was the one thing I was a little bummed about. It was like 2.5%, but still 100 calories a pint. It's like... Oh, see, I'm not mad about that, though. That's not terrible. That's a, I, for, most of the, but, for most of the low-calorie beers that are around, like the boozy, yeah, yeah. low-calorie, the best you're getting of craft beers is like maybe 90 calories. Yeah, but, but or I could go with a... You could get a 4 or 5%, and it's 120 to... Right. It feels like it, it. There probably is a minimum number of calories to get the flavor that you need. Yeah, in the beer. it's probably true. Yeah. Uh, Odin, you are really, yeah, really he's, testing. Yeah. Dude, he, Te- testing his limits here. He, f- he found the power button, and so now he knows he can put his toy by the power button, and people will pay attention to him. He's not in. So before we get into because uh, we don't have a ton of, well, again, I didn't do any heavy lifting here. Thor's probably got a couple uh, articles to talk through. Well, we can I just sure. got back from Vegas. There we go. Let's do this. I'm too old for Vegas. Right. Whoa. 
it took how many how many days were you in Vegas? That's so a good start. It That's was a good start. Four, which Ooh. is yep, which is way already, too many. You're already past seventy two hours. Uh, the first two, so the first three days were for work. Yes, but that means I'm not just pacing myself. I'm there for work. Yeah, so I work all day. Whatever. Yeah, do dinners every night. Dinners every yeah. night. I was in bed by eleven. Uh, in Las Vegas for the first three nights. Uh, I don't know that I have it in me anymore. <laughs> like the last day. My, so my brother joined me. We spent the last night in Vegas. Uh, then not for work is like an extra day. So day of vacation. So uh, you guys were Vegas, Vegas, Vegas. I thought so. And we were in bed by 11 o'clock. <laughs> and in our heads, we're like, oh. Oh, we'll, just t- we'll just take a quick nap. Yeah. And then we'll go back pa- out and Paramount, rally. baby. Your and money. Your money. Yeah, you don't yeah. even know it. And you wake up. I woke the up alarm at, goes I, off. And God damn it. No, I woke up at one point, looked over at him. He was fast asleep and went, that yep. sounds like a lot better plan than <laughs> getting dressed and going back out. Uh, and I don't know what it is. I just, well, old. Um, but, oh, I, I do know what it is. They, so it was... Uh, Super Bowl weekend. Mm. Oh, yeah, so yeah, yeah. tables were... <sighs> you couldn't go find a $5 craps table. Okay, so no. $5 craps tables are eliminated. Yep. I've never seen those in the last handful of trips that I've ever been there. Inflation's anymore. a bitch. Right, right. But they were 25 and then by Friday night, they were $50 tables. And yes, I, I, we were on the strip, but I'm going, a $50 craps table means... And we played $25 tables, but there was a couple times where I'm going, I have a car payment on the, the table. table. <laughs> like, that's that's a month's car payment yeah. sitting on the table, and a seven craps comes out, and it's wiped. And I had a real good night the last yeah, yeah, day yeah. of the show, picked up a couple few uh, yellow chips. But the stress level of... Oh my God! Why is all that money out on the table? Why is all that money out versus the win is just wasn't worth it anymore. And then no. you're yeah in Vegas, wandering around, tired, not eating, <laughs> uh, <clears throat> and then not gambling. I'm going. What am I? What am I doing here? Yeah, it is an interesting thing because there are people who go to Vegas, and you're like. I mean, if, of us going through there for years, but there's people here like, oh, yeah, we're going to Vegas. You're like, what do you do there? So my favorite thing in Vegas, it's, so I will still state that it's my favorite city in the world. I haven't been to New York, but I could probably rank that. I picture that as being there. but Because there's just stuff all the time. It's stuff all the time. My favorite thing to do in Las Vegas is grab a beer. Or it could be a soda, even, whatever, but. It's kind of the novelty being able to drink a beer, walk around outside yep. in the streets. So grab a beer and at dusk or after dark and just walk up and down the strip. It's the lights, the people, everything there. That is literally meant. So I tell people, like, you don't have to drink. You don't have to gamble. You don't have to do any of the other things in Vegas. Just walking up and down the strip, just seeing all of that is my favorite. Still is. Still is one of my favorite activities. Um, but yeah, I know after four days there, I could not get on that plane fast enough and get- walk by my brother sitting in seat A1 as I was back <laughs> in coach. 
Uh, yeah, I yeah, mean, get, getting old sucks. Yeah, right? but but I I I haven't been to Vegas in, uh, in a while. I've been thinking about it, but I had the same thing as you. It's like, what am I gonna do? Like, I don't want to. I want to go gamble and do all that stuff. It's like the allure of, oh yeah, let's gamble till the sunrise. No, 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 no. Well, because because well, then I'm gonna screw up my sleep schedule. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was not that many years ago. When did we go for the last race? Yeah, we were. It was 2019? I think. Yeah. No, it would've been. No, oh. I think it's 2019. Yeah, yeah. Was it? Yeah. Uh... When I intentionally ditched you guys. Yeah. Yeah, you like faked us out. Well, because. We all went back to the room thinking we're going to Someone sleep. Someone. And then you were like, who was not out. in this room, but was also on the trip, uh, was being obnoxiously drunk because oh, he started yeah. well before. Yeah. Uh, too early? Yeah. Too early. So no, I ditched you guys. I was out until like six o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Just gambling and. Um, and that person who should not be named woke up at 6 a.m. to go have breakfast and then slams the door at 7 30. Hey, I'm up. Oh, Time yes, go. yes, no, no, exactly. No. no, I just got back home. Yeah. Uh, I went last summer, uh, but we went oh, for right. like, like a people from around the country were all getting together to hang out for like an event. Yeah, yeah. And so that was kind of fine. Like, I think the latest we stayed out was like midnight ish. Yeah. Um, and we had to like duck away one or two times just to like, once Chill. to no to try and just go uh like we played did like 20 bucks on slots like that's the only oh, gambling yeah, yeah. we did but it was because but i think why you still like vegas is why it worked for us there was stuff going on yes there was always things happening and that's part of why everybody came there for you know an event and there was a you know different restaurants for us to all gather at or to meet to do so it just worked out in that aspect um but not many people in that entire group did like Vegas, Vegas, you know, like right. it just became like, Hey, here's a play. Cause we talked about like, well, why not go to strip, another city? Right? No. Weren't you old Vegas? No. Oh, okay. Oh no, 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 no. You, you were. So, but it was just like, center of Vegas. people were like, well, why not go to another city? Maybe one that's more central in the country for people. And so, and people are like, yeah, but like, there's just always the availability of something going on. Well, and compared to going to a random city in the middle of the country and trying to figure out, okay, like, well, do we go to this neighborhood? Well, they, they don't, nothing starts until one o'clock. Like, do right. we go to that neighborhood? Like it, Vegas is, there's always stuff happening. So well, you can find ways to entertain yourself. And so again, I was there for work. We brought in 15,000 people and the Super Bowl was the next whatever week. But most of the time, uh, Vegas, yeah, it's a hundred dollar flight from almost anywhere in the country. And it's. A hundred dollar or less hotel room, depending on where you want to stay. Yeah, that's so the, it's super cheap to bring in just a ton yeah. of people any time of the year. There's just so much capacity that mm -hmm. it's fun. I just and I usually give myself a few weeks after a Vegas trip to like reset I, before well, before I think about it. Cause I not always the goal is to leave Vegas, wanting to go back to Vegas. Oh yeah, so don't do too much Vegas, and that's where Thor's seventy two hours. Yes. Uh, and I've done single nights in Vegas where I didn't bring any luggage. I literally went down in the clothes, slept in my clothes, and then caught a plane ride the next morning. Wow. Yes. Uh, don't judge. That was, that was a very <laughs> judgy wow. Um, that was a tactical decision. 
No, we didn't intentionally. We yeah. were just going to Vegas for a night. Uh, so, um, I think my bachelor party we did. We were like maybe forty-eight hours. That was a pretty. And good it was turn. It was yeah. perfect. Yeah, and that was and that was the one that cemented the. You always get picked up by a limo at the airport. Yeah, my brother has never taken a cab from the airport because yes. it's the, the same price, if not cheaper. The cabs are a racket. Oh, I once, mean, nowadays once, I'll do is like an Uber, but like yeah, once you get to four or five guys, it is. That, that's when it's it's definitely. Did I send you guys the price picture? worth it? We took a for work. Uh, maybe they. Don't yes, I it. saw it. We the took, giant like SUV limo. Oh, yeah, yeah, SUV. Yeah, yeah. It was like a lifted F. 350, like, yeah. uh, but it was, it was cheaper than splitting six cabs for the group that we had going there. Yeah. We put yeah. 20 people in the back of this car and yeah, it was like 150 bucks to go a quarter mile. Oh, well we, when but, we went down, there was like 70 of us. We got buses. Yeah. Like to take us to places like, and for most of the food and different things that we had the whole weekend, I paid like 200 bucks, like for the group. So, it's not bad. And the the bus was a part of it. So, no, um, it's not bad. We got uh, another beer over there. Yeah, we do. We have a beer to actually review. <clears throat> Let me clear out yeah, my glass. Uh, enough with American Travel Review. Um, yeah. Let's review. So, this beer, um, if everyone remembers, uh, Brian's description of mine and Alex's uh, uh, first impressions of uh, Oakshire's uh, oh, sour cucumber. Yeah, uh, our backup beer was this actual beer, and we almost and we had the exact same uh, nonverbal communication of how good it was. Me and Alex. This one. Yes. No. Oh, this, this is what you guys were just drinking yeah, we were, we were on the si- backside. This was our Gotcha, gotcha. This okay. was our backup beer for that episode. Yeah, so So this is if people <clears throat> don't know, we we review the beers, but like I have a Rogers Pilsner also sitting open that I'm just drinking on the side while we're splitting them. So And this is from uh Mortalis Brewing. This is part of their eight bit series. This is their Jupiter West Coast IPA. Yeah, at 6% uh, alcohol by volume, so just a little bit heavier than the one we did for our starter beer. Keep cold, drink fresh, and don't age. So this, they want you to consume as fast as possible, which is business practice. Does it have a, um, like a can date on the bottom? I almost turned the can over and spilled it on the floor. Um, 12-21-22. Not bad. Yeah, a few months. That's not bad, though. Um, um, so, uh, Mortalis, they do um, a lot of interesting beers. And this 8-bit series was um, the, the best of my re- internet research. Is kind of a line of beers going, hey, let's make some simple, let's make simple beers. Okay. So, let's do some examples of, you know, uh, okay, various I get it. styles. I get it. So, this is their West Coast IPA. Um, I have some, I have my eyeballs on some, uh, their normal line stuff. Mm. that looks very interesting. Ooh, that is an interesting smell. Not yeah. bad, not mm. bad, but it's, it's hops, but there's like a, I got a floral. I got some thoughts. Okay. Number one, tasting it. This is a really good beer. Okay. I haven't tasted yeah. it yet. I was just going on. Well, except for the last time you had it. So. Uh, 
I agree with you. The the I'm getting like in the aroma is like almost like a grapefruit, stone fruit, like something. Um, I'm getting an apricot. Yeah, there's yeah, there's kind of something going on there. Oh, it's in my nose. Oh God. <laughs> Did you? To, you're not supposed to snort the beer, dude. Ah. Um. Th- this is a really good beer. It's uh, this is a quote unquote West Coast IPA brewed in New York. Yes, this I've is had this before. Yeah, I think so. No, I thought so. Yeah, Maybe just know. Chad did. You might have had a sip off of it, but I crushed one of these. I'm pretty sure you had some of it. Review. I yeah. don't know that I've had this before. Right. Well, I'll Regar- go back and listen to tape. This is a really good beer. Regar- it's not Regardless. a West Coast. It's not a West Coast. This is IPA. not a West Coast IPA. There's too much fruit and yes, uh, yeah. and not enough what? What kind of like? There's not enough hops. There's not enough of a bite. It's the, the piney. Yeah, it's the piney of- like earthy kind of hoppiness that's missing it's for it playing, to be a West Coast. The pine is playing second fiddle. Yeah, to the floral it's, it's and under, the- it's underneath it all. But it that goes back to Captain's point. Uh. IPAs up in our little corner of the states yeah. are completely different from a the West Coast style IPAs he's getting down in um, San Diego. But, well, and even like remember years ago, um, uh, Sam Adams came up with the Rebel IPA, which was their West Coast IPA, and we drank it. And we were like, I "Stole my name." Like, yeah, no. but we're like, "This is not a West Coast IPA." Yes, and maybe it's a difference of like our West Coasts are Pacific Northwest. Yeah, like, and maybe a San Francisco West Coast IPA is still different. Uh, and I did not go look at the uh, beer guide for West Coast IPA. Ooh, that's but, a good question. But like all um, kind of categories for beer, they only list an IBU, mm. which and, is deceptive. And, and, when you get and, into, I, and IBUs yeah, are deceptive um, to flavor. Yes. So this probably does hit the IBU of a West Coast style IPA, but the hops they used um, are more fruity, more floral, less piney, less astringent. Because what? yeah, they are from New. They are in New York, and the the vibe the people in New York might be uh, not looking for that pine punch that we like up here. Yeah, and Brian would know better than obviously me. Uh, Odin is not trying out Jupiter in his bowl. That's water, folks. Uh, it's not the Bush dog beer. No, he. he I. I could not um, sell him on that. I think he makes <laughs> it with food. Bone. Yeah. Come on, bro. Bo- bone broth works Come on. better. Come on, bro. Uh, but Brian would know better. It. If this was classified as, is it a hazy? It's I not would hazy, but it's something. If, if this was a hazy IPA, all day to that than a Northwest IPA. I agree. Yeah. Or a West Coast. There's IPA. no. Maybe, maybe we need to introduce that a Northwest IPA. Well, and when you look at like some of the style guidelines, there's there. I don't think they get that specific. I don't think there is a West Coast IPA style guideline well there's just it fits into ipa it's just you've swung hazy or you've swung new england or you've gone like well and when we west coast when we were making and entering uh beer competitions it was just ipa IPA. yeah and there still is because that's the bjcp guidelines is what we were following right um so that's a large swath of stuff that that could fit under and that's why i like 
I just it you you lose me as a West Coast person, particularly in the Pacific Northwest, for calling this a West Coast IPA. Right. But that is not to take away from the no, actual. No, it's actually good. I just it's, think it's misclassified. Yes. yes. Because, yeah, um, I, yeah a, a West Coast IPA, particularly Northwesty version, is going to be much clearer than this. You're going to have a, a a crisper, like piney, pine hoppiness to it. Right. Um, you're not going to have quite as much of the floral notes that this one has or even the, like, fruitiness in um, the flavor profile. No, very, very fruity. I feel like yeah. I just, like, hit all the buzzwords from that meme that i posted about us a little while ago i posted the one you shared of oh, yeah borat <laughs> uh it's nice mm-hmm. very nice my wife um yeah i think it's a really good i think it's a great ipa it's a good beer i would um agree i'd like to know more about like that if you've looked at some of their other stuff and it seems interesting um, it'd be cool to check it out but um their stuff is like um it's I'm trying to think of a beer that a beer that we're familiar with, but it's just like they. I'm having a stroke again. Yeah, um, I was gonna say he's out. Uh, I'm just gonna save you and change the topic here. Okay, <laughs> this is a hardback book. This is a soft. This is a soft cover book, or a graphic pa- novel. Pa- paperback is the, what they're called. They're. Uh, paperback yes thank you uh they're making he might actually be having a stroke. <laughs> i might be having a stroke they're making like that three inch thick encyclopedia novel that's their other beers mm. just big like not weird but interesting flavor choices okay i really Cut, am like, intrigued by this that this is like the second or third that you've brought where it's like a brewery within a brewery yes because they want to make some normal stuff because the other stuff is like oh, eight nine eight, percent so this um, is they're trying to appeal to more of the mainstream. Yeah, instead so of just I, the, yeah. I pulled it up. It says Mortalis because it's they're like a subsidiary of Mortalis. Yes. Mortalis Eight Bit allows us to reconnect with our homebrew roots and appreciate more traditional styles that got us to where we yeah. are today. Well, that's for the expect 8-bit. to see more classic styles we've come to know and love. Blah blah blah. So like, Although, instead of funky weird, instead of French toast beer, this is like yeah. yeah but they're trying at, to do. But even at that. I, so the eight bit, they're trying to go. They only have fight. eighteen under the eight bit, eighteen it's, beers. It's a lot of beers. Yeah, but it's like. But this is not a. Somebody hands you this and says, "This is a West Coast IPA." Yeah. Or even somebody hands you this and goes, "This is a traditional style IPA." Okay, so I'm going. It's it's good. They say still with their twist got, on things. You, and that's okay. Here, let me let me give you an example. So, okay, so here is one of their uh, non eight bit beers. Uh, Tears of the Goddess okay. it is a carrot cake sour IPA. Uh, and then below that is Kratos, an imperial stout that showcases in-house roasted peanuts. Yeah, see, Dominican that's... Reserve cocoa nibs and our marshmallow treatment. So, I mean. So, that, this is that, normal for them. Yes. That is their normal. This is. If you, if we're going to what is normal for us scares you, here's some. Traditional beer. Yeah, this is this is traditional. D- done very from their perspective. Done very well. From yeah, their perspective. They well, they have five hundred twenty five beers under their just Mortalis brand. 
Oh wow. Yeah, and there and like wow. When you yeah. go, uh, we will announce prior to when we open each day for what the beer releases are. So it's, so it's day to day. Yeah. So it's oh, kind of, geez. It, it is like Hubbard's yeah. that we talked about in the past where it's well, let's see what let's see what sticks to the wall today, boys. Uh, and girls. We're at uh, New York. Oh God. Uh was it I I wanna say Avon. Avon, yep. Oh what, yes, I know exactly where that's at. You do? <laughs> oh, I was like <laughs> I'll open a map. Just saying. I uh, talked about my love of Las Vegas may yeah. transmit into a lug of, of uh, New York City. Oh, dude, it's like fields around them. Oh, so no, not at all. I think, yeah, kind of the... It's like, isn't like New York, the state, the like Oh, dude, farm, they're just... Farmland yeah, and then yeah, New York City. Yeah, they're yeah. just south of Rochester. Oh, okay. Um, Yeah, like 20 miles, maybe, south of Rochester. So this is... Upper, upstate New York, or no, well, I don't know. Well, where, where, not we, New York City. Yeah. Well, thank you for tuning in this episode of American Geography Review. Um, I would fridge this. Oh yeah, um, yeah. 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 So let's, I, let's, I have, thank I you. have the same um, opinion as you guys. When I hear, when I read West Coast IPA, I did not taste a West Coast IPA, yeah. but that is a fantastic beer. So you beer fridge it? I, or you main fridge it? I would main fridge it. Okay. Um, and how did you get it? Because it's not in uh, beer stores. You ordered this, this online. This was a Tavor drop, um, okay. along with the, the perennial today. Um, and but looking at their mainline stuff, obviously you got to get it over there or yeah, yeah, yeah. in a bottle shop. Um, I'm gonna double check. I haven't been to Total Wine since my uh, run in with the Rona, um, but I will look out for this. It's a nice. They're not going to have this in total wine. No, they won't. But but it's e- going to be easy to find. That is a bam. This is just oh yellow. the the, yeah, the label jumps out. Yeah, at yeah. You. yeah. Um, I'm going to keep an eye out for it. On I got a couple other lawn bottle shops that I watch. Both of these cans have really great kind of simple artwork. Yes, mm-hmm. compared to one of our last ones that was the like super complicated, yeah. and shiny and. Whatever. But these are clean, crisp, just kind of like simple. This is our last episode that just came out. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. yeah, like you walk into a store, I need the green can that says pills. Right. Or I want the yellow can that says Jupiter. Yeah. I, I I love it. Um I also love fancy art, but sometimes simple is best. Yeah. So uh, both of these were internet deliveries, right? Yes. Uh I haven't seen them locally, although no. I haven't been bottle shop in a few weeks, but East Coast beers gives me right Midwest East Coast. Yeah. Okay. So, gives me something. If I if I was in either the Midwest or the East Coast, I would absolutely feel like, oh yeah, no, I know what that tastes like. I know oh yeah, I like it. I would grab it. Uh, the availability. So if it was available here, uh, it would be a, a beer fridge beer. They need to visit the West Coast before they call it a West Coast style IPA. Um, but it's a good, like juicy or hazy IPA. Yeah. It's a it's a good IPA. I would throw a couple in my beer fridge, uh, and like I said, if I was at a bar, saw this on tap, I would definitely um, throw it into the rotation. Yeah, I'd see grabbing a like a four pack of this every uh, like few months. Yeah, just to have a couple on hand. You're not. Yeah. Gonna, it's not going to be in every session. It's not no. going to be a whatever. But uh, it's a it's a good go to 
uh, or you're going somewhere, you know you can grab a solid four-pack that most people are going to enjoy it as long as they're into some kind of IPA. Yeah. No, it's a great transition. It's almost like a transition between like a, a blend beer, but somebody who's into like a Hefeweizens well, or something like that and is looking for something a little more, but you're not going to hit them in the face with a piney, hoppy, well, and that's IPA. And that's where you know, Northwest IPA. Yeah. No, just West Coast. There. Or West Coast IPA, sorry. Uh, but but you, could, you could get somebody yes, along that trail. Which is what I've manipulated my sister into doing lately. She only drank, like, stouts. Right. And, like, Rainier. And I have it's slowly... It's not a bad combination. It's not the worst. But I slowly started to, like, say, like, hey, if you see something that's hazy or juicy New England, like, you can probably... Like, she just doesn't like that, well, West Coast IPA, the piney, bitter, right. like, those types of things. It She's settled into it so kind of quick and simple that she was out with friends the other day, and one of them turned to her and was like, uh, do you know that you just ordered an IPA? Like, they thought she just, oh, like, right. was blindly grabbing something. But, um, yeah, so I, I I think it's good. Um, solid one. I enjoyed it. Uh, did you fridge it? Uh, you, you, you I don't think I specifically said. So probably... Um, Probably beer fridge, just because like I'm not getting it every time I see it, but um, I would have it frequently throughout the year, or at least like on hand. Yeah, to me, it's kind of like back to the um, the shiny objects from a few ago. Like, okay, if it's come, if it's only released, you know, every Seasonally. spring, I would grab a four pack every time that it comes around. Um, but I'm not like grabbing a case and or a flat yeah, yeah. And I was gonna that. say yeah because I'm assuming this is one of their year round day bits or all year round beers so yeah if it, it, it was seasonal and it came out seasonally it would be a go-to yeah uh, like grabber. when it's available yeah, yeah when it, it's available it looked like it was uh checked in uh pretty regularly on untapped so when I if it shows it. up at my grocery store or bottle shop I would yeah grab one it's a beer fridge for me. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, well, our glasses are. Oh, Thor's got his down. Brian's got his down. Our glasses are empty. Hopefully, yours are too. And we will see you next time. Damn it! I start. I Kyle started, Larson. I started the track like on fifteen minutes too, so I was off. Ah. Ross Chastain, though. Baby! Least get uh, Oh, Odin, another... no. Odin, off. Odin, come on. Thank you. Five God. laps, at least get me one victory point. Hey, Dude. Come on. Come on, me amigo. Let's go play. Shit, start to a season. If you enjoyed what you just heard make sure to like and subscribe and follow us on social media at a beer review and send us any beer uh review suggestions for us to review <laughs>